Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 19 of The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff. I got a special guest with me, good friend of mine, KK. What's going on, KK? Hey, y'all. It's KK. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I think for the first couple of seconds, I did kind of forget how I opened up the show. So that's why it took me. <laughs> that's why it took me. So I, was, I was like, yo, um. What do I say again? Like I'm nineteen. Show. <laughs> I'm nineteen episodes in, and I I already forgot what the heck to say. So come on, Cliff. <laughs> come on. I'm back on. I'm back on track, though. I'm back on track. Everything's good. Okay, so I'm gonna hop right into it like we always do. Our topics that we're gonna talk about today. We actually got a good one. I, I like to call this the woman empowerment episode. Got a lot of good stuff. Uh, that I think is going to um, really resonate with a lot of people out here, especially our female listeners. Uh, we're going to talk about toxic relationships, keeping women happy, mm. women taking charge, and self-love. So, you know, we kind of, we, we had a pretty decent discussion prior to the recording, like I we did. always do with my guests. And we were talking about you know, one uh, one of the big things we were talking about was toxic relationships. And so let's go ahead and, you know, dive right into that. So I guess really what is there, are there any, I guess, telltale signs? Because I know one of the things you were telling me as far as like women being in tox toxic relationships is that they, they almost don't know until it's too late. Or either they're already deep into it. And at this point, it's like, you know, it's, it's the relationship has become a mess. Yeah. So just based off of experience like that I can think of, I feel like when you're in a toxic relationship at times, when it's new, it's good and it's fresh, mm -hmm. there might be some red flags that you may look over. Mm -hmm. But you may know deep down like, oh, you know, I don't really like that or, you know, what's that about? But you still, right. you know, continue to date this person because... In your opinion, they make you happy, but yeah. as you go on in the relationship, those are still red flags that keep popping up at you, and you do nothing about them because he makes you, or he or she makes you happy in other ways, and then it gets to a point where everything's piling up to the point where you're just like, how did I get here? So it's, it's always different. It depends on what relationship you're in, but there's signs like how someone talks to you or, mm -hmm. you know, how someone you know, may treat you. It just all depends on you really have to know your self-worth. And if you don't, you can wind up being stuck in a relationship and not knowing what to do until you finally realize that you have to do something about it, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, because I know one of the things you were, you were, you were talking to me about is like believing in some, you know, believing that someone has the potential, I guess, because I understand, especially when you, when you love someone, it's not easy to just drop them to the wayside. And it's, it's like... I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I don't... I know I know uh, quite a few people who go through these things. And I don't want to... I don't want to be the person or that guy that just says, you know, you know, just just drop them and, you know, keep it moving. Because I, I believe people, people deserve a chance to do better and improve. At the end of the day, so it's like the the deeper you get into it, it's like you you uh, what is it? Get it's, hopeful or something. I don't know. Yeah. If, I feel like I can only speak for me, of mm -hmm. course, 
but there could be lots of others like me. I see, I feel like I tried to try my best to be as positive as I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just me and who I am as a person. Now, when something goes wrong or something's rubbing me the wrong way, I have got, I've realized in my life, I feel like I can be that person to maybe change someone. I feel like this goes for a lot of women. You feel like you can date a person and this could be for guys as well. But you feel like you can date a person. You see those red flags that you didn't pay attention to. But you also, over time, feel as if that you're able to modify them or mm-hmm. you're able to tweak them or perhaps change the person that you're dating. Mm-hmm. And in all reality, that may not be the case. And you end up spending lots of time and energy with someone that you feel as if you can change. And that, like I said, may not be the case. Yeah. And you end up fighting your efforts almost. And Mm -hmm. it becomes even more toxic because you're trying to change who a person really is instead of taking it for what it is. Mm -hmm. So that becomes a whole situation. You can't change someone if that's who they really are. You have to accept it and look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, this is what it is. I... I'm not capable of teaching someone how to be someone that I want them to be if that's not who they are. So I feel like that definitely plays a role. And I've been there firsthand, had that experience, you know, where you want to change something. It just doesn't happen like that. Um, So you definitely have to be mindful of that. If you want to change somebody, you have to ask yourself why, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're not comfortable with that, you also have to ask yourself why and what aren't you comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Those are all red flags, man. So I guess based off of your experience, if you, you know, looking back in hindsight, if there were any, I guess, general red flags that you would say be cautious, be or cautious. Cautious. Be cautious. <laughs> what would what would those what would those be? A big one is how someone talks to you. It's the mm-hmm. most basic thing ever. I think that's huge because you can tell a lot about how a person speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Um, respect is so important. Also, I'm not saying you're not going to catch someone in a lie or two. We're all human, right? But if you catch someone in a lie, it begins to become a thought in your head can i trust this person right you know trust is important so i would say the biggest things is trust communication respect you just really have to look out for those things i feel like those are primarily the biggest things because they filter through in other departments of a relationship but you can really tell like i said how a person treats you and how they speak to you you can really judge a person's character from Mm -hmm. that and you should never question it and especially if it happens multiple times if someone's speaking out of terms to you you know take it what it is you can either try and correct it you know stand up for yourself let them know that's not right yeah but you can really tell like i said how a person speaks to you so and sorry if i sorry cut you off no you're good it it makes me think though because i I think about now i'm thinking about women in i guess uh, domestic violence or or yeah like domestic violence relationships and you know that's the extreme unfortunately like that's that's not you or anybody i know but it, it just makes me think like did they miss those signs or did they ignore those signs or and did they let it get to a point where it's like okay you're kind of trapped now you know what i mean because you it, it got to a point you didn't get out early enough and you're now in this horrific situation you see where i'm going I think that a lot of what you're saying has Mm. to do not with did they miss the signs or did they ignore the signs. I feel like people can see the signs. Mm -hmm. It just, 
it just depends on what they plan to do with them. Mm -hmm. um, comfortable ability. I always struggle saying that word. <laughs> comfortable ability really plays a role in that as well. Because if you're comfortable with yeah. somebody, true, then you can feel intimidated or, I mean, shoot, even lazy. Like, mm, I'm not trying to meet nobody else. You know, yeah. I'm comfortable. I got somebody Netflix and chill with. Mm -hmm. You know, Comfortability. You want to stay in the place that you're comfortable at. So you choose to deal with these things that you're not okay with because you don't want to deal with anybody else new. Mm -hmm. So you just want to stay in your little nook. Yeah. And that's where things start to get shaken up. And that's where you start to see, oh, I'm stuck. How did I get here? Well, I was mm -hmm. laying comfortable yeah. and now I'm really uncomfortable. Right. So now I got to get up and go somewhere and now yeah. I'm extremely uncomfortable. You right. Know? Right. So let me ask you this question. You're... Cause you're 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 a smart girl, and I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no, you no you, you. I I know so you are you, and I I guess what what advice would you give somebody that may be going through what what you went through? I would say, in the simplest of ways, know what you like and don't be afraid to have what you like mm -hmm. you know if you don't like the way someone is speaking to you don't tolerate someone speaking to you in that way mm -hmm. if you don't like the way you're being treated you don't have to be treated that way mm -hmm. i think that the best advice i can give is love yourself more and i know this may sound bad but in a humble way the most humble way possible yeah, yeah. love yourself way more than you can ever love anyone else because you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself right so even if that means girl or guy don't mm -hmm. matter take yourself out get your nails done like do what you gotta do but my best advice is learn to just love yourself, put yourself first, and know that you don't deserve anything less than what you want because you can have whatever you want. Right. You know, that's what I would say. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's like uh, Terrell Owens, the uh, football player, used to say, it's like this clip. He's like, I love me some me because <laughs> I love myself <laughs> so much you. I cannot stand myself. <laughs> you know, so I always, I always think about that when, when people talk about self-love. So we're going to go ahead and roll into our next topic. This is one I was uh, looking forward to talking about. <laughs> keeping keeping women happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's you know as as a guy, uh, it's man, it's tough work. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> it's tough work. That's all I'm saying. It's tough work. Okay, I, you know again, me in a relationship, looking to get engaged, like making my mm. girl happy. It makes, you know, seeing her happy makes me happy. But it's like making her happy, it's like, gosh, it, can, it takes, it may take some work. So, and I guess me as a guy, not and not speaking for the rest of the guys, but me as a guy, like I, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn and, yeah. you know, I sometimes mess up and not be paying attention. So I act like, I don't know what I need to be doing. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you, you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think about that and it's just like, like, yeah, but I mean, again, like seeing her happy makes me happy. Yeah. So what, what's your take on that? I think that men, I think, I think men put too much, it's okay to think really hard into something, but I feel like you guys, 
men. Not specifically you, Cliff. I'm not gonna call you out. But I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I feel like men think too hard into the littlest things that make can make a woman so happy. Yeah. Like I I feel as if, you know, let's say that you're married, All all right? And your beautiful wife is at home before you are and you come home from work. You know, the littlest thing you can go over. Rubber feet if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, small things like that over time, and especially a surplus of those small things, make a woman happy. Not all women need a Louis bag, a Gucci bag. I mean, we would love that by all yeah, means. Yeah, I'm looking at you <laughs> like, yeah. I would love a Louis bag. But no, I'm just saying... You know, if I came home and I I came home and my apartment was clean or I went to work and there were random flowers, not on Valentine's Day, just a random hump day, mm-hmm. random hump day, just mm-hmm. there or some ten dollars into my cash app. Oh, here's lunch for you. Just the smallest things make women so happy. The big things are great. But I do feel like men put so much emphasis on trying to go big and go, go hard and go big, I, you know, I, like. It's the small things. Like, start there. Like, start there. <laughs> you know why that might be? And this is just me as a guy. Me personally, actually. Because I, I do think about that kind of stuff. I think it's the big things. I'm thinking about, gosh, like, okay, I, you know, I did this. I got mm-hmm. her this. Like, I don't know how to how else I can top that and, and stay within my budget. Because I think about, you know, making me happy. Like, you know, maybe want to want to buy me a, a, a game system, oh, or, you know, a okay. TV, you know, buy me a, you know, a, a, a some, a, a dope watch or something, you know, like Big that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and I sound so materialistic, but it's like, that's the kind of stuff, like, you know, I, and I guess it's, it's like men, like you got the men that love, that are handymen and they love power tools, yeah. like to get that $300 drill, that kind of stuff. Like that's, and I guess so when we, when some of us that think like that, it probably affects how we look. It's like, dang, I got her this necklace. I got her these earrings. I got her this bracelet. Hey, what a, shoot. You know, it's like, because I'm not even going to lie. I'm thinking about like an engagement ring. And it's like, dang, how am I going to top an engagement ring? Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying though, like, you have to also be careful with that. When yeah. you're thinking of like, oh, I'm going to get her, you know, this ring, this watch, this Louis bag. You know, mm-hmm. I want, you know, I want one. Somebody get but this girl a Louis bag. <laughs> give me a Louis bag, somebody. <laughs> I don't want to get it myself. No, but I'm just saying like, you know. You can buy all these things, but if you ever thought about it, if you ask a woman, like, what do you want in a guy? Nine times out of ten, a woman is going to say things that are found in the inside. Yeah. Oh, I want someone with great communication. I want someone who's spiritual and loves God. I want someone who's going to love me unconditionally. They will say things that Mm -hmm. matter internally. Mm -hmm. So guys, if they're thinking materialistically and like, oh, I'm going to spend a check on my girl. Great. That's wonderful. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that you can give a girl is what's inside and i'm not trying to get too mushy here but i'm saying like you know that communication the things that you can't buy that are priceless that you can you know no one can ever steal 
you know you know those are the things that I feel like over time those little things that I said you coming home you 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 rubbing her feet you sending her this message that you didn't even have to those things are actually what makes women happy and the Louis bags on top of it oh, is just gosh. bonus <laughs> that's just a that's just bonus in my opinion, I can't, like I said, some yeah. girls out here really just wanting the, the Louis bags. You reminded but. me, actually, one of the one of the gifts I got uh, my girl for Christmas mm-hmm. was actually a, a picture. So I, we, two pictures, mm-hmm. we uh, we took, you know, some pictures we took together and oh. I sent them, I, like I downloaded them onto my flash drive, went to the pharmacy, printed them off found this uh, dope picture frame at Target and it was just one of those picture frames like you know it felt like like a book frame I guess yeah I know yeah so put them in there gave it to her and I was like oh oh, she liked that okay like I'm not gonna lie had that been me I would have like oh that's nice some pictures (laughs) but but I mean like yeah I mean it was because for me it was like really the thought like okay you know these are some dope pictures that we took one was actually from valentine's day last year and the other one was from a wedding we attended in september of last year so i thought you know some dope pictures you know we look nice and it's thoughtful yeah and you put you put more than your money into it it means more oh yeah it didn't cost me nothing well, it means more it's more valuable that's just yeah. my opinion like yeah. i said it's it, more it valuable anybody I, can buy stuff yeah. you know that doesn't require much thought especially if someone's telling you like hey i want this but if you're going out the way and you're doing these small things like you're so you're such a valuable person like you're not easy to come by like you're going to be cherished you're going to make her happy you know but it it, it does a lot from it did a lot for me and it still does when i go to her place and i see the the picture on the nightstand and it's like oh okay she really does like it you know what i mean (laughs) that's extra dope yeah yeah so um that's that is that was that was a good one now we're going to um get into the trending topic brought to you by I don't even know the name of the source, to be honest with you guys. It's not what's trending. It's not BuzzFeed like last time. This one is uh, some trending topic I found doing a Google search, last-minute search, honestly. Yeah. A survey. <laughs> <laughs> a survey. A comp- a, a, some organization did a survey that reveals how consumers really judge brand authenticity, which is really important these days. And 50% of Consumers feel, I mean, 51% of consumers feel that brands connect with their audience, while 92% of marketers believe that brands connect with their audience. And that says a lot, and I hope marketers see this, because they need to be focused on what the consumers are saying. And you and I kind of talked about this. I, You know, the best example I have is when I look at these commercials, and they're showing these families that live in these these uh these really nice looking mm-hmm. not not they're really not big homes they're regular size homes but they're like designer homes something you see on they're HGTV yeah and it's like that's not I don't connect to that you know as a average middle de- middle class American like where all the neighborhoods I've been around in this city I have I don't see many houses like that and I've been in a lot of houses I don't see a lot of houses looking like that even with people that are uh, well to do and you know so it's like it's it's a thing of what they're showing people isn't realistic in my no, opinion it's not a lot of times they're painting a picture mm-hmm. you know even for some brands it could be the crappiest 
product ever. Yeah. But their commercial can look so nice. It can look so quote unquote bougie mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And I I guess it, it provokes people to buy it. Like, oh, this commercial, this is supposed to be so nice. But in all reality, they're painting a picture for this commercial to market this product. Yeah. When the marketing actually isn't for the product. It's just kind of to draw you in to feel like this product is like, you know, the bomb.com, I guess you could say. In right. all reality, it may not be. So it is unrealistic. Yeah. But marketing, they all do that. You know, marketers do that for, that's their job. They just mm-hmm. make something look a little better than it actually is because mm-hmm. they want you to buy it regardless of it if it is actually good or not right you know their job is to make it look good now would you say that because i i, I know at the same time too I, I think about say with people they they go out and they buy these things that they can really not afford mm. but they still get it anyway because they want to feel like they're a part of the in crowd and mm-hmm. you know the, you, you see where i'm going the whole like people say keeping up with the joneses and so I feel like when these companies do, when they when they present their products in a certain way, they are having that sort of influence on their on the audience that's watching, which I think can be a, a positive and a negative. Because yeah, you're going to generate sales, but then on the flip side of that, you are you're robbing somebody and you know giving, trying you know pushing them to attain a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. that they cannot afford. It's not just afford. like how there was that whole um, spotlight on models, mm-hmm. their unrealistic figures, yeah. and how younger women would look at these models and those would be their ideal bodies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like that. They'll paint a picture of something. You know, you might have Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. There's people growing up that like, Kylie Jenner is the epitome of beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I have to look like Kylie Jenner. Right. You know, and so that, that it, we can also get into, it's a comparison thing. But it's yeah. all marketing, regardless yeah. if you're selling a product or if Kylie Jenner has a garment on and she's selling it for Fashion Nova, mm-hmm. then kids, you know, look at that and say, I want to look like Kylie Jenner in that Fashion Nova dress, so I'm going to go to Fashion Nova because mm-hmm. that dress is going to make me look like Kylie Jenner. Right. That's what they do, and right. it really does. It's it's a false picture, and it makes it does make you compare yourself to other people or feel like if you purchase their product that you'll be a part of this new trend and you'll be, like, extra hip, you know, yeah. in the in crowd. That's yeah. what it does. I'm 24, and I still feel that way. I see a dress, and I'm like, you know, that's going to make me look really snatched. But in all reality, it's just the dress, mm-hmm. you know? It's not going to make you look anything or like anything like Kylie Jenner. Right. But that's what they make it right, seem like. Right, right. So, <laughs> and <laughs> it sells. And it sells. Right, right, right. And, it, you know, it's so funny because, you know, I think about, like, if I could, you know, if I, I want that, that Porsche 911 GT3 RS, the top-of-the-line Porsche there is, but it's like, what is it if I don't have the house to go with it? You know what I mean? Like you, Just a car. Right. And like, car note. But you put on this, you have this facade, and I feel like a lot of people do that because of this kind of marketing. There's this, They put on this facade and have people thinking they're living this this a certain kind of lifestyle lavish right and then you see what they really about and it's like struggling right exactly (laughs) and that and that that sucks so i i'm glad i'm actually glad we came across this because i think marketers really need to think about the message that they're giving off to people and i think one of the brands that does a really good job of conveying or not even going to say conveying but connecting with their audience is coca-cola yeah because 
I've always admired all of their campaigns, especially their guerrilla marketing campaigns. They keep it simple. Like the Share Coke campaign where the uh, the Coke bottles had people's, people's names on them. Right. And yeah. You, like I literally bought a bottle of Coke for somebody one time. It had their name on it. But it's like that's something that gonna make you buy it too right that i can engage with and that and they can easily shoot a commercial of somebody buying a coke in the corner store giving it to a friend friend being happy like that's something you would if you know with so with a campaign like that that's something that people can really get involved with and actually do and make somebody happy because they went out their way to find a bottle of coke with their name on it to Mm -hmm. give to them just out of pure and you know uh enjoyment or kindness to, to make them happy so it's also it's also kind of cute you know yeah, yeah it's a bottle with your name on it i just bought it just because regardless if you drink coke or not like yeah. i just bought it you know yeah. i'm pretty sure the person's gonna drink it too because it's like heck i don't drink coke mm-hmm. but my mom has a coke bottle with her name on it it's been sitting there for like two <laughs> years <laughs> she has not opened the bottle <laughs> she just keeps it because it's her name on it so it's Where's just it fermenting <laughs> Just nah, in the kitchen. Nah, bump Furman. That, that <laughs> joke is flat. It's just, it's just sugar water. Sugar water. She's sugar, water. sugar water with no, no fizzle to it. Not even in the fridge. You probably not even gonna hear this when you open. <laughs> you just gonna hear the, the, the uh, crack of the top. Oh man, <laughs> she ain't never gonna open it either. <laughs> oh man, no, that was fine. That was fine. Oh. All right. So that was our trending topic. Again, I don't even know where I pulled it from, so I'm not going to be able to tell y'all where to find it. Uh, but you'll, if you Google it, you might be able to find something on it. So we're going to go ahead and get into our next topic, women taking charge. I was just thinking in general. I know you were asking me if I was thinking in general, relationships. But just in general, women women take, again, this being, I'm going to call it women empowerment month even though women's empowerment day was like last friday i mean why not empower women every day amen <laughs> i, I actually i actually put that on the same show post i'm like today may be women's empowerment day but let us not only empower women today but every day because i'm i mean it's not just like with black history black history is is just not confined to one month is is every day every day because mm-hmm. Black history, women's empowerment is a part of is a, is a part of America. So why not embrace that stuff and acknowledge that stuff every day? Yeah. So women taking charge, and I, honestly, I like the idea of that. I just think it because one, we don't see enough of that. I think it's cool when a woman steps up and and takes charge in in business, especially. Yeah. It, and when they get the and they get the job done. I mean, I, I, I can think of some people off the top of my head who who have stepped into, I don't want to call it a position of power, but have stepped into roles where they have a little bit more power and they've excelled and they're killing it. Yeah. Listen, women, we out here. Yeah. We are some powerful creatures. Now, I will say, I believe it's so good. It's so nice to have women in leadership roles Mm -hmm. because a they give different perspectives Mm -hmm. than men true they really do and b sometimes again with the different perspectives sometimes you need those different perspectives you know it's good to have different opinions 
from different thought processes. Not saying men all think the same, but I'm just saying it's good to have those different perspectives right. in business. And two, I feel like, you know, they're men, they're organized. Women come with a different level, different processes. It's just something about having a woman in charge. She really gets stuff done. Mm -hmm. Then you can't deny it. Like, she gets stuff done. I'm all about having a woman in business. And honestly, you don't see a lot of authoritative figures that are women. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in my workplace. Um, But that's just in general. You don't see a lot of them. So when you do, you just know she's she's about her stuff. Mm -hmm. She's making stuff happen. It's almost like with black people. Like, you don't don't see too many black BPs, executives. And when I do, I'm like, oh, we got to, you know. Like, well, part of me is like, oh, we got a brother, you know, he go. Like, having Mayor by Lyles, like, first of all, if you ever meet her, she's awesome. Cool. But she, like, really gets stuff done. It's just a different. No doubt. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's really cool to see. I mean, if you think back to where women couldn't even have these positions or couldn't even work we going way back right. to see it now it's exceptional and i feel like more people because you know there's still some people that may feel intimidated to have a woman in an authority authoritative position yeah it could be intimidating for some mm-hmm. but i'm glad that we're at a place right now where it's it's a little more common it's becoming more and more common yeah. every year so there are about i want to say about five fortune 500 companies that have named female ceos that's so dope. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, they make the money. Yeah. I know GM is one of them, General Motors. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're one of the companies. And uh, first, a lot of, most of these these uh, hirings are first time women CEO. So women are off to a fast start this year. Oh, we're running. Claiming, claiming a lot of those positions. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really exciting time. And... You know, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with. I'm definitely on that page because at, at, at the end of the day, for me, no matter who's in the in the uh, position of leadership, you know, being able to display those leadership qualities and at the same time uh, being able to uh, discern in different situations as well as have a strategic approach. Yeah. So, cause definitely. I, I mean, me having an unbiased look, like there are a lot of again. There, there are women I know that are in certain uh, leadership roles already that are killing it. And then there are also many other women I can think of that aren't in leadership roles yet. But I know if I if I were in a position to hire, like they would be in the front of the line because I know that they have what it takes to get it done. So, Absolutely. yeah, definitely, definitely. So we definitely got to give women more it can credit. also be a little hard for depending on what industry i'm sure but yeah. for women to actually get to that point as well mm-hmm. you know because you know there's always been some cases where i guess there's been some injustices not saying there's been any um you know stereotyping or you know discrimination against women but there could be you never know but i'm mm-hmm. just saying as a woman i can see how it is hard for some women to progress in certain industry and in certain yeah. fields to get to that position where they want to go they in my opinion they have to work a lot harder mm-hmm. um for that role and position to where they want to go so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can definitely see that in say like blue collar industries where oh like for trucking sure and construction company you know where you where you literally think about a man doing some of those like you know actually it's it's it's, it's interesting i was driving through town today earlier today and i saw a woman on one of the construction sites 
And I looked, and I'm like, that's dope. It is. That's dope. You don't see it all the time, you though. Don't. <laughs> you, <laughs> you really don't. don't. I'm like, that's dope. They got a, that's, she's working on it because she's doing construction work with the guys, keeping Listen. up with the guys. Like, I, I, I'm like, respect, you know? You to, we talk to a lot. I talk to a lot of uh, business owners for work, of course. There are so many women that own construction companies, that own plumbing companies companies or any yeah. co- electric companies any like you know hands-on manual labor that you wouldn't see a woman typically doing there's people out here owning a whole business like mm-hmm. whole businesses from scratch right getting it done right. so there we out here yeah Applaud yeah definitely them. definitely so when we talk about <laughs> do you I, I hate this. I hate. It, I hate Cliff. to go this direction. No, because I, <laughs> I don't. I don't like going political. Now, removing all uh, as far as like bias in relation to parties or whatever. Do you think it would have been a good move for Hillary Clinton to have, or would it have been good for Hillary Clinton to have won the presidency? See, I'm on the fence about. It. Like, it would have been like I would have been like, yeah, we got a woman. But it's like, do we really want this person? I mean, it can go both ways, though. Yeah. Either or, we would have been unhappy about something. Right. You know, whichever direction we went, we would have been unhappy about something. Now, I personally, I don't agree with everything Hillary Clinton says. I'm not trying to get too political, but I don't think it would have been a bad thing for her to be president. Yeah. I just don't. I feel like she would have done a spectacular job. Okay. I mean, the position where we are right now, you never know. You never know what position we could have been in if we went the other way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can complain about where we at mm-hmm. right now, but we won't know what it would have been so if we I, went the I, other way. I, I guess you would be on the same page uh, making sure. Like, cause, you know, there's, there's, there's people out there who jump on bandwagons just because it's good for a cause. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He, they hop like, on the bandwagon, right? Like, I'm pretty sure you had people vote for Obama just because he was black, black and not and not policies. Chocolate, yeah. Right. <laughs> but so yeah, it, so but again, you're clearly is you're you're on the same page of not just doing something for the cause, like making sure okay, no. we we vetted this person and. <laughs> My dad takes politics very seriously. Oh yeah. Um, as someone who's in office, I've always been around someone telling me and sharing with me the importance mm-hmm. of voting and the mm-hmm. importance of researching mm-hmm. who I'm voting for and who are all the candidates that would be on a That's ballot it. that you would vote for. Because, you know, we're the next up. You know, right. we're already voting now. Right. There's some people our age, Cliff, yeah. that are not, are not even voting. They think that it doesn't even matter. Oh, it's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. they think that it doesn't matter. I personally feel like voting does matter because you be, you're in situations. It does, and it should. You're, it should you get in situations. Yeah, yeah. Bills getting passed. Things that didn't have to transpire if you took the time to vote mm-hmm. and feel like your vote mattered. It all yeah. matters, in my yeah. opinion. Every every one vote matters. So exactly, I don't think I would ever make a decision just because Obama was black. I don't think so. Obama, to me, stood for a good cause. Maybe not everything. You know, some some people may have, you know, didn't like some things. But overall, you have to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I agreed with what he said. That's yeah. just my opinion. And yeah. so, you know, Hillary, she was a woman. I wouldn't have voted for Hillary just because she was a woman, right. you know, just just like Violas was our new mayor. Yeah. She's a woman and yeah. she's African-American. Yeah. Double whammy for you. Right. 
didn't vote for her because she was a black African-American woman, you know? Right. You have to actually like and see yourself in three, four, five years and say, hey, you know, this is what they believe in. Am I okay with living this stuff out if it actually transpires? Right. You have to look at all those things right. and make an ethical decision based on how you want to live. Right. It's important. Exactly. Good, good, good. Now for our last topic, self-love. Mm -hmm. This one was inspired by you. I was having trouble coming up with a final topic, honestly, because there was a few I had in mind, but then it's like, uh, tossed them out the window. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? KK's really been on his self-love yeah. thing. And self-love is important. You know, we kind of touched on it earlier in the recording, but you know, really want to dive into it and, you know, really talk about self-love because that, that is really important, uh, not just in terms of, you know, loving yourself, but in uh, getting, before, you know, you get into a relationship and try to love somebody else, but, you know, loving yourself, knowing your worth, because that has a, a significant effect on everything you do in life. Yeah, it does. And, I mean, heck, pretty sure most of your successful people I guess really have the self-love thing down as yeah. well you know what I mean looking out for yourself knowing your worth not settling for certain things and in any career that that's important and knowing you you love yourself to to make the right decisions and to not just do something for the money you know so so it's it's, it's a lot so please you 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 tell me like your 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 take on self-love well, yeah, I mean, you kind of hit on it. I feel like self-love never stops. Like, it's just a continuous thing. It just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. I feel like every day you learn something new about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I am on this little kick where I'm just like, Michaela, like, wipe away all negativity. Like, it's 2019. Stop seeing stupid stuff in your head. Take those thoughts. Throw them away. Like, change your perspective. Like, I'm on this this kick where I just want to change my perspective about things. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm spending more time alone. I'm reading. I'm finding out that I love working out. First of all, I never used to work out, like, ever. I absolutely <laughs> love working out. I have I, a hard time telling yeah, sometimes. Because <laughs> it's work. I get it. It's, I love working it, out, but it's work. It's work. It yeah. is work, but, yeah. you know, self-love, like I said, is continuous. Yeah. You, you may not even know it, but the time that you spend alone, the thoughts that you think about, if you really pay attention to them, what are you thinking about? Or if you mess up on something, how hard are you being on yourself? How stressed are you on your own making yourself? What mm -hmm. are you putting what are you putting on your shoulders? You mm -hmm. know? I'm trying to get into this place where I know that I, I deserve to have fun. Mm -hmm. I deserve to do what I want to do. I don't have to be tied down by any limitations. Mm -hmm. I need to understand that I need to be comfortable with myself. Whether mm -hmm. that mean I go to the nail salon by myself, get my feet and my toes done, have a glass of wine, and it is the best day ever, and I spent that day by myself. I can read a book even. Like, just certain things that you figure out when you're by yourself that you don't figure out when you're surrounded by tons of people because you don't want to be alone. Yeah. It's a lot, and, you know, it goes into play with, like you said, your job. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that, even at my current job, that I've done, and in my head I'll tell myself, you know, 
no, you can't do that. Like, you're not going to win that or you're not going to get that. Right. Why Why do I feed myself those thoughts? And then yeah. I surprise myself and I end up doing these things mm-hmm. and accomplishing these things. And I look at myself and go, why do you say these things about yourself? Why do you doubt yourself? And yeah. sometimes that can stem from, like you said, toxic relationships. When you're getting out of something, you're trying to find and regroup and find who you really are as a person. Yeah. And it, it's just something, Cliff, like I said, it's continuous. You have to make sure you have that alone time and figure out who you really are as a person. You know, it's, it's, you, I, I was thinking as you're talking because you're a few years younger than me, so you're really at that critical point, too. I, I, know some, I know a few other people that are in that same space as you as far as the whole self-love thing and really because it's, you know, especially uh, not – being too far removed from college and you know into the real world and mm. really because I, I you know I was at that point too was like learning more about myself what I what I like and 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 you know we talked to uh, Lawan and I talked about this in the previous recording you know as far as adulting I think that's a part of adulting too is like Oof. really mastering uh, self love again knowing one's worth and and knowing you know what you're interested in and what you're not interested in and and really figuring out more of who you are because I feel I feel like for the most part I guess early 20s mid 20s as well you're it's a lot of 80 90 percent of the way of you know knowing who you are it's just really mm-hmm. the smaller stuff you know what I mean yeah that you're figuring out and yeah. like okay so yeah, because I I know I'm still I'm, I'm I feel like I'm probably towards the end of that for me personally. I'm in the prime right now. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and when you get through that, it's gonna I, that's beautiful. What, yeah, it is. It is. It's gonna I I know it, and that's why I'm you know troubles you know hard times stressful times tribulations they suck, but at the same time, there's you should be so thankful for them. I know that sounds so weird to say because. After you're out of your storm and you look back, you're going to see how far you've come and you're just going to love yourself. Like you're going to look back and be like, man, I did that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these things I'll never do again because I've learned from them. I'm learning things that that I refuse to tolerate from here on out. Mm -hmm. I'm learning things that I like and things that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And if I don't like it, I'm learning that I'm able to speak up on them. Mm -hmm. I'm a very nice person, and sometimes I can be overlooked and maybe taken advantage of, which you don't have to be mean in any way, but sometimes it's good to be not brutally honest or blunt, but blunt, I'm just saying. Like, you can, you know, speak up about things. There's just so many different elements of knowing my worth, which is contributing to my self-love, which contributes and pours out into your jobs it contributes and pours out to your relationships with your friends like i don't know i feel like over time i'm watering different relationships like my my girlfriends i'm spending much more time with them i'm getting out of my head i feel i feel i don't know i feel lighter I feel lighter and more positive and day me think by of day. The show. Girlfriends. What? <laughs> girlfriends. Girlfriends. It's just a process. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Like you just self love is all over the place. Yeah. It's like I said, it's the simplest thing. Like whether, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to go to work tomorrow because you feel really stressed and mm-hmm. you've had a chaotic week. Mm-hmm girl boy call out like you deserve to like it's your life and no one can really tell you what to do and you know what's best for you at the end of the day so 
like I said, it's a lot of things that contribute to self-love, and you really have to get to know yourself to know how to actually love yourself right. and be true to yourself so that you're able to actually do that. One of the things I like that you said, you know, was talking about being, you know, spending time alone mm-hmm. because you know, that's something I do a lot of, of course, you know, live by myself, girls in another city and whatnot. And it bothers me when people talk about doing things by themselves because they don't want to be alone. It's like, what's it to be alone if you don't feel, you know what I mean? Like, you feel, you must feel lonely then, or you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like, you're being isolated or something like that. Like, and not to say, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, there's something wrong with those people for feeling that way, but I just feel like if, when people feel that way, that there's something they need to work on. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I prefer to be by myself. Like, my birthday, you know, I had a, I started the first half of the day, I just spent chilling, chilling. <laughs> unbothered, best. listening to music, watching TV, you know, a lot of, had some quiet time as well, took a nap, mm. and then, yeah, and then I got up, recorded, and, you know, had my little birthday gathering. <laughs> you had a good day. <laughs> had a really good day. So, you know, it came back and it was just me again. <laughs> but I mean, because for me, like some of some of my best days are by myself. You know, yeah. I don't have to work. Don't have to nobody bothering me, and you know, outside of talking to my girl. But you know, I don't have to worry about you know responsibilities. Everything's taken care of. I can just chill, unbother, and enjoy the day. You know, like and it's so funny. One of my one of my uh, one of my homegirls. Uh, shout out to Bree. I remember she asked me one time, I think she was doing like some kind of survey or she was looking at something and she was asking me like, have, like, do you ever just ride, just drive and not listen to anything? Mm. She's like, some people feel like they need music when they drive, not because they like to listen to music, because I love to listen to music. They need noise. They, yeah, they need noise to yeah. keep to keep themselves I know a lot of people like that right well yeah. me it's like I thought about it I said nah cause I do I I can just drive yeah I do that sometimes cause really I just think about stuff you know my mind yes. is, like I'm just if I if I'm having um if I got a lot on my mind I may not hop in the car and, and plug up my music I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and drive and really you know think things out because for me especially driving is a therapy it helps me to drive because I can think yeah. clearly and I'm I'm relaxed when I'm behind the wheel. So, yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. In terms of, I know you said, you know, like pe- some people go out by themselves and they're not comfortable with it and it could be a loneliness thing. You know, yeah. they don't want to go out alone. Wanted to touch on that real quick as well, too, because I have always been the type of person to not want to go anywhere. Not anywhere it depends where we go, where I'm going. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like, yeah. like if I was going to eat, I probably wouldn't eat at a restaurant and dine in by myself. Have you? you I gotta, probably wouldn't you do it. Gotta, you gotta do it. Clip. I don't know. <laughs> I just no, don't I'm, know if I can I'm, do it. I'm so serious. The last, I think the, I do it often, especially because I might go to the bar or something. I don't um, know, man. But I, I get good with my bartender, so I'm in it. I'm usually talking to them when I'm by myself, but. I'll say the one time I did it, uh, so there's this restaurant, Taz Montana Grill. Go check it out, y'all. The best steaks. Mm, better steak? than Ruth Chris. Yes. Oh, okay. 
I'll I'll take you there. So, <laughs> it um and it's not expensive either. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I I went there. I remember, and it's a it's a nice, it's a really chill ambiance and very relaxing. You know, they got the little music going and everything. And I remember I went there because I was trying it out too. And I went there, mm-hmm. I dined by myself, and you know, I'm just like, wow, like, this is this is really, you know, I'm really just taking it in. So I think really, like, I wouldn't just go to any restaurant and do that. It's certain establishments I would go to because it's, I'm going to get good food. It's a nice, relaxed ambiance, and I get to really enjoy myself. Okay, because in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, this man go out by himself. Nothing wrong with that. I have a couple friends. I have I have a couple friends that actually go out <laughs> and love just going out by themselves. They'll go out to the bar. They'll go out for yeah. nightlife, like by themselves. And I always thought that was so weird. And they're like, oh, Michaela, you should try it. And I'm like, I'm a woman. I'm a girl. I feel like it's a yeah. little different for me. Yeah. I, I yeah. just, you know, I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not that I can't go, because I'll yeah. go to the nail salon, I'll go get some lunch, maybe won't dine in. But, you know, I feel a little uncomfortable at times going places by myself, just because of the world we live in. Let's can, be real. <laughs> I, can under, I can understand that. I can understand that. I guess if you find that, that, that right place that you would feel comfortable going by yourself, that I, I, would, I will encourage you to go to that place then. Not just any place. I got. I'll probably say going to going out nightlife by myself. I probably couldn't do that. It just feel weird. Nah, that's <laughs> I weird. I gotta have somebody to talk. You gotta to. be really strong to do that. Especially because I'm. Pe- I like. I, I people watch, so I. I gotta have somebody to talk junk to or whatever. You, you gotta know? be really like, strong to yeah. do that. Yeah, because I. I'll just be standing around like. Okay. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't doubt that. They do that, like just go out and just enjoy the environment. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do what you do, self love, whatever makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, that was a that was a really good discussion. I've I've been looking forward to this recording for a, for quite a while. Um, that makes me happy, Cliff. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on to the same show. Finally, got this one recorded. Thank you for the pizza. <laughs> anytime, anytime. And thank you, everybody else, for listening from the U.S. to Canada, Panama, Belgium, United Kingdom. You know, appreciate you all listening. Uh, you know, continue tuning in. Go like our Facebook page, Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, The Sane Show, Instagram, Sane underscore show, S A N E underscore show. Find us at Sane underscore show. On Twitter, we're on every major streaming platform as well as some other streaming platforms. You can find us there as well. And with that being said, again, thanks for listening. This is The Same Show, show about nothing and everything. Episode 19 with KK. Yes! (laughs) We're out.